0: And bad news for you. So just stand by. Okay, it might be bad for you because, as we all know, you know, Senator uh, Bernie Sanders, who is running against Hillary Clinton, said, "Wealth and income inequality are the greatest moral hazard fo- facing the world today." In other words, the rich are getting richer, the poor and poor are already poor, and the middle class is now being wiped out. That's why I encourage you to listen to this show, this program, even if it might be a little frightening to you because my job today is to frighten you, to maybe get off dead center. You know, the next 20 years, even if Donald Trump is in, are not going to be like the past 20 years. You think the past 20 years were rough? Next 20 years are going to be rougher. So that's why this is not patty cakes, this is not let's hold hands and sing kumbaya. You know, the government cannot save you. So that's why this program is for you. So the question is, in 20 years from now, will you be richer or poorer? That's the question. Because there's so many technological changes coming down right now, that if you don't get off your butt and start to make changes, you might be in the poor, although you have a high-income job today and you feel secure. Even if you have a retirement or a 401k or some kind of pension plan, I would pay attention because there are so many changes coming down and that's why people are upset. That's why there was Brexit. That's why Trump got elected. They're, they're really sick and tired of what's going on in the world, especially economically. So this is your program for you. So I wish I could say I had all good news and there is good news, but you've heard it before. You know, you've heard it. You've got you've to do something different. That's the good news. The good news is most people aren't doing anything different which means you have less competition. So today's program is about my latest book coming out sometime late spring. The title is, Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. And with me today is my adjuvant, the person who helped me co-write the book here. He is the authority on the subject and why the rich are getting richer. Rich Dad Advisor Tom Realwright. He's a CPA, he's an expert on taxes. You may have just seen him on Fox and Friends on television. He's going on NPR, National Public Radio. We have today one of the most brilliant minds in taxes today. Now, why taxes? Well, because as Donald Trump says, the reason he doesn't pay taxes is because he's smart. And if you're paying taxes, does that mean you're stupid? So look, one of the reasons most people are going broke is because they're paying taxes. They're doing the wrong thing and paying taxes. So today's program is, again, why the rich are getting richer, and I'm speaking to you. Again, the question is, in 20 years, will you be richer or poorer? Are you gonna count on the government? Are you gonna count on Donald to save you, or your boss, or somebody to save you? It's time to start listing. So today's program, again,
1: Will you be richer in 20 years or poor?
0: So Tom, welcome to the program. And what was it like writing this book together with me?
1: So it, it was. Uh, thanks uh, for having me, Robert. It's always good to be on the show, and uh, it it was fascinating, really. You know, to to just, just go to th- go through the whole collaboration yeah. process and and really develop those ideas together, because we 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 we'd talk about it. And we you know the the nice thing is we were traveling at the time, and so we had plenty of time on the plane to talk about it. You know, in between events. And we uh, were
0: teaching young people. We were teaching
1: and, and we were practicing that. I yeah. mean, we were on stage practicing, you know, what, what we were writing and really getting that message clear. And I, I think the, the end result is uh, uh, actually fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Right. Because every place, you know, we taught in colleges and high schools, we taught mass crowds. We were in Russia, the Ukraine, Dubai, uh, Santiago, Chile, Australia. It was just a fantastic trip. So we learned and learned and learned and so we could write a better book. Because what, why the rich are getting richer is, this is Rich Dad Poor Dad Graduate School. And for those of you who've already read Rich Dad Poor Dad and you wanna know what didn't we say in the book or what is more, let's say, more sophisticated. Why the rich are getting richer is a very sophisticated book and the reason for Tom and I traveled together for the last year and a half was so that we could make a sophisticated subject simpler so everybody can understand it. Everybody can understand why the rich are getting richer. So, with Tom and I encourage you to read the book and then you can start to figure out what you can do. Once again, I'm saying, I'll say it again: Why the Rich Are Getting Richer is graduate school for those who've already read Rich Dad, Poor Dead. It is also to ask yourself the question, in 20 years, will I be richer or poor? Because there's so many changes coming down the line that the book is covering, that you still have time to make changes, to do something different. Any comments at that, time?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, w- w- what we're talking about is how to get to the next level because I, I think in the next 20 years, we're going to see the most challenges we've ever seen, but we also have the most opportunity. Right. You know, 20 years ago, we didn't have the internet opportunity. We didn't have the opportunity, you know, from an on- entrepreneurship standpoint. So so there's more opportunities, but there's also more risk, uh, I think. And so well, understanding- The biggest risk is
0: being uneducated.
1: Exactly. So that exactly my point is that, that the more educated we can get, if we understand why the rich are getting richer, then we can do what they're doing. And, and, and it's really not that difficult.
0: So the first part of the book goes into the, you know, the standard BS you hear, blue sky. You know, go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, uh, get out of debt, invest for the long term in the stock market, buy a house because your house is an asset. And the part one of why the rich are getting richer, that's the reason they're getting poor. You know they believe that stuff. They actually believe going to school, getting a job, working hard, saving money, buying a house, investing for the long term in the stock market, and getting out of the debt and investing in a in a pension plan will get them richer. That's the worst advice today. Is that correct, Tom?
1: Well, yeah, it used to work. I mean that that's the, that that's the trap. It right? worked until the year two thousand. It, it worked, and it worked for our parents. Okay, and 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 it worked great for our parents. But it doesn't work anymore. The the, the the economy, the world is completely different. And that's why the middle class is going away is because they're, they're disappearing because they for school, a reason.
0: They got a job. They're working hard. They're saving money. They're paying taxes, getting out of debt, investing for the long term in the stock market.
1: Well, that's why they're getting poor. Exactly. And and then you have kids like my kids who are millennials. And they're having a tough time getting a job at all. Right. Right. So, so my kids are looking at, you know, really – What we talk about all the time is, you know, how how do you look at things from the richest rich standpoint instead of looking at it from the poor and middle class? Because the poor and middle class, it served at one point, doesn't serve anymore.
0: So anyway, what we have in why the rich are getting richer is that part one is the reason they're getting poor or the middle class is getting wiped out is because of that they're following obsolete advice. It used to work. See what happened in 2000 is well. There was a lot of corruption, as you know, from 1970 to the year 2000. It was easy; any idiot could get rich in America from 1970 to 2000. Idiots were getting rich, and probably know a lot of them. But then, in the, between the year 2000 and 2010, do you realize there were three major crashes? Three. Number one was the dot-com crash in 2000, next came the real estate crash around 2005, and then came the banking crash, stock market crash in 2008. That wiped out millions of people. Then to make it worse, is that you know all these guys from the Federal Reserve Banks and the bankers are printing money. The biggest money printing in history, at the same time interest rates dropped to below zero. So all the people who are saving money are going, wait a minute, I'm saving money, inflation is going up. They say there's no inflation, but you've noticed healthcare, food, and medicine is going up. So all these people who are saving money at the same time, they have no interest coming in on their savings. And those people following the old advice are still saving money. You've gotta be nuts. Do you realize there's negative interest rate today and you're still saving money? What the heck are you doing? What would you say to somebody, Tom, who is saving money? I mean, what advice would you give them?
1: Well, I, I go back to the, the the premise of the show, which is the poor and middle class are going away, and that's a poor and middle class attitude. And why are they going away? It's because you can't save your way you can't save your way to safety and security and wealth anymore. You can't right. do it. And the
0: the next myth is go to school. Do You know, what I mean, I sit there and I go, what the school ever? teach you about money except to go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, invest long term in the stock market, buy a house because a house is an asset. You see, it's this, I don't know what you would call this, like the dog chasing its tail or something. They're all doing the same thing and wondering why they're going broke,
1: right? Well, you, you know, I look at it, I'm going, the, the challenge is that the school system's teaching you how to be a factory worker, and factories are going away. So, <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're being trained to do something that isn't going to exist. And, 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 I, and that's the challenge. It takes so long for the school system to, to make its changes that you really have to go somewhere other than the school system, which is why we do what we do. So today's program is a lot
0: of bad news but also I'm here to promote our latest book called Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. You know, Donald Trump and I wrote a book together, President Trump, excuse me. We wrote this book called Why We Want you to Be Rich. The reason Donald and I wrote this book back around 2004, I think, was because we could see the middle class was toast. Middle class is gone. If you're clinging to your, ho- your job, and your house in the suburbs and your 401k, your pension plan, you're toast. And the problem with most of the middle class I'm gonna be talking about is they have an education. You know, everybody says, yeah, the solution to the problem is set, go back to school. But the question is, what did you ever learn about money in school? You know, I mean, it's so stupid. So people go back to school and they come out loaded with student loan debt. Is that intelligent? To learn nothing about money. So i hear with Tom Wheelwright he and I have been traveling the world for the last year and a half, and we just came out with this book. And Tom, wouldn't you see, say, the middle class
1: and many highly educated people are in trouble today? I, I think they're in the most trouble because I think they're the most um, ignorant uh, s- and and satisfied. Yeah, you know they they're, they're, they're very they're, they're comfortable with their they're comfortable with their knowledge which is the, i think their their biggest downfall right. is because they're not learning they don't they're not willing to you know to learn more and to take a different perspective they're too comfortable and it's, it's the comfortable people that are going to really uh, i think get hurt over the next several years
0: right i'll just tell you the story because kim and i were in another location and tom was talking to us long distance from phoenix And Kim and I were figuring out a strategy so that we could reduce our taxes by about $460,000 next year. Now $460,000 is not Trump money, but for me and you, that's a lot of money. I don't have to pay the government. So the reason Tom is Rich Dad advisor, his book is Tax-Free Wealth, is you best learn how to pay less taxes. That might be a very good way for you to not get creamed you know, when the economy shifts. Unfortunately, I would say 99.99% of all college graduates, including PhDs, don't know much about taxes, do they, Tom?
1: No, they, they, they really have no idea. And, and, and where they really go wrong is that they're, they're so afraid of taxes, not, not recognizing that the, the tax law is a series of incentives. And so if you look at it and you go, okay, So if the government, maybe the government wants me to succeed. But they don't know anything. They they don't. And so that's the problem. Exactly. So you know
0: this is why Tom and I, I mean, Tom was in Phoenix and Kim and I were someplace else. And we were talking with a bunch of people and Kim was just talking to Tom and she was writing stuff down and the people at the table could see Kim's papers. And here she is, she's million here, 100,000 here and all this and so the final deal was that you know we're going to save 460,000 in taxes we don't have to pay. As Trump said on the campaign tour the reason he doesn't pay taxes is cuz he's smart. Now sitting at the table were people with two people had twin masters degrees. Twin masters. They had no idea what Kim was doing. Kim and I don't have masters degrees. But these people were so smug They thought they knew all the answers. I don't think they make half a million a year, much like save a half a million a year. And I think that's the problem. We have a lot of the middle class who are arrogant, ignorant, and cocky. So the reason Tom and I are very happy we wrote our latest book, Why the Rich Are Getting Richer, is that you can read the book and know what questions to ask. These people, there was about four or five of them at the time, they were clueless. You know, Tom's talk, Kim's talking about, well, if we do this, Tom, I, I'm going, well, let's try it this way and all this. It went right over their heads. And these guys, Kim and I had the lowest degrees of all. We only have bachelor's degrees. These guys had master's degrees. Like I said, two people had twin master's degrees. And they couldn't even ask a question. They had no idea, so I said, I just said to Kim, so we're going to pay, we're not going to pay 460000 in taxes next year. And Kim goes, yeah, that's good. They sat there like stunned mullet, You're like deer in the headlight.
1: Highly educated, poor people. Do you see that a lot, Tom? Oh, I, I see it all the time. And we're talking, it's, it's really a matter of do you care about what you know or do you care about what you don't know? You know, because our, if you care about what you don't know, then you're asking the right questions. And to me, the sign of true intelligence is asking good questions. Yeah. And, and I think actually, you know, when as, as we're putting together Why the Rich Get Richer, I think that's the best part of it is that it helps. For me, it was helping me know, OK, what's a better question to ask? You know, I get I get asked all all the time questions like, is this deductible? Is this deductible? And well, it's, it's not a good question. B- better question is how do I make this deductible? So you learn the questions. Or well, why to ask. is somebody
0: paying four hundred sixty yeah, exactly. eight thousand dollars? I mean that, that'd
1: be the first question yeah. I'd and be why asking. Am I paying taxes? If I'm if I'm uh, if I'm there, you know, I'm going, I'd be going, So why are you paying for dollars what what are you doing there? I'd I'd wanna know. You know, but if you're focused on what you already know, that's where you're gonna fail.
0: That's amen. So once again, this is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. The most important things you can do today is be willing to ask, to study, then ask questions. So you can listen to this program anytime, anywhere. It's on iTunes and Android. All Rich Dad uh, Radio programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them so you can listen to this again. And when you listen to it again, then you have family, friends, or business associates. Listen together and discuss this. You see, the reason people, the middle class, are gonna get wiped out is because they're educated. But they went to school and learned nothing about money. Those other people, most of them, will be wiped out in the future. So that's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I say that's bad news. Now the good news side. If you read the book, Why the Rich are Getting Richer by Tom and myself, you might have an idea what questions to ask and what you might, what you might be able to do rather than sit there and sm- be smugly say, I have two master's degrees, how many do you have? They make me nauseous. They, I wanna vomit and puke every time I talk to those people. So Tom, what would you say to somebody with two master's degrees, one in bonsai and one in art? What would you say to them?
1: Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's- and wouldn't you say that's the problem? No, that's, that's it's, it's exactly the problem, Robert. Is that you know when you when you get a lot of educated I mean, you're overeducated. Then what happens? You think, well, I'm educated, therefore I'm going to be successful, and that's not that, that that's not the way it works anymore. The, the people who are successful, are the sweet. ones who are, who, they're the ones who are questioning everything.
0: Right. So the book again is why the rich are getting richer. What is financial education really? And the reason I'm happy I wrote to write this book with Tom, I think the opening page is Bernie Sanders saying, wealth and income inequality, the greater than all. In other words, the middle class is dying. But what are they doing? They're going back to school, learn nothing about money coming out, greater debt. And then they have this college degree and then go look for a job and jobs are disappearing, which we'll cover in the next section. And that's why they're disappearing. They don't know that it's their own thoughts are disappearing. And so I hear, you know, people got all upset. You know, Meryl Streep at the Golden Globes, I was there. She got all upset with Trump and all this stuff, and most of that room was the Hollywood crowd, and they were all upset with Trump. You know, my friends weren't, but everybody else was upset. You know, they say, how dare he not pay taxes? Stupid question. Why did the question be, well, how does he not pay taxes? Exactly. And that's what you learn
1: and Why the Rich are Getting richer, right? Yeah, and that's all the whole point is you know, ask the questions. What are the questions that the rich are asking? What questions do you have to ask in order to become rich and not have to rely on Donald Trump bringing jobs back to America? Right,
0: and if you're one of those <laughs> persons who are sitting there saying, well, I have a good job, like I said, when you come back, next section, we'll be talking what's happening to jobs. But in the meantime, you may want to get educated before you get fired or laid off here because it's really silly it said at the start of this program, the people that are getting wiped out, are the especially the baby boomers, are the ones who went to school, they got a job, they worked hard, they saved money, they bought a house, they're getting out of debt, and they've invested for the long term in the stock market. Those are the guys that are gonna get wiped out. Did you hear me? You're the guys that are gonna get wiped out. And that's why I said this program is about the good news, the bad news. But you can take this bad news as good news and say, well, maybe I have time to do something about it. So that's why Tom and I wrote the book Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. So you can put some ideas in your head and hopefully take action. Maybe ask some different questions. Not be so arrogant. Well, those people at that table were, they sat there actually bragging about their master's degree in bonsai arranging. I'm going, what the heck are you guys? I mean, Tom, as, a CPA,
1: don't you run into people like that? Well, uh, of course. You run into them all the time. And and they're the ones that they're they're relying on what they've done in the past to take them into the future instead of looking at what can I do differently in the future. Right. And and to me, it's all about who's in control of your life. You, you, are, are you wait, waiting for Donald Trump to save you? Are you waiting for Bernie Sanders to save you? Or are you waiting for somebody to give you a job? Or are you taking charge of your life? I mean, it's, it's really, it's the people that... Or are you angry at Trump? Exactly. Are, are you just mad at Trump? Oh, I, he's not my president, right? Or are you willing to take control and say and learn what questions do I need to ask? What do I need to do in order to so that I, I, I don't have to worry about anybody else? Yeah,
0: I'm not telling you guys to love Trump. You know, he's probably the most reviled hated, uh, <laughs> president in history. And he's, he's said some things he should not have said. I agree he with has. that. And I agree a lot with Meryl Streep said and all this. But to sit there and get upset that he paid no taxes, you know, Hillary says, well, you paid no taxes because you have gambling casinos and all that, and he goes, yeah, because I'm smart. You know, Hillary just sat there like a deer in the headlights. You know, I don't think she got her money the smart way. She did it the old-fashioned way. She um, used influence to get that, if you know what I mean here for sports fans. She didn't She didn't start a court company. She started a foundation that you could pay her so that you could buy influence. Now, is that illegal, or illegal? I don't know, I'm not here to decide that. But Trump is a businessman and an investor. He doesn't pay tax. There's a reason for that, and that's what Tom and I cover in the book, Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. So that you don't have to be sitting there getting angry at him, you can read the book and be able to ask the question, you know, how did he pay no taxes?
1: What did he do differently than I did? Wouldn't you say that's what the book's about? Uh, absolutely. What what are, what are the rich doing that made them rich? Or that's and the I'm and, and that I'm not doing. And that I'm not doing. And what are the poor and middle class not doing? So I want to focus on what the rich are doing because I want to – if I want to be rich. Yep. I mean it's simple. Is the middle class as toast?
0: You know, people used to talk about saving the poor. <laughs> they don't talk about that anymore. Poor are toast, unfortunately. Today they're talking about saving the middle class. So my question to you is just because you have a $200,000 job, you're fat, dumb, and happy – and you feel secure, what if you're not? You know, what if what we're saying is coming true? That you may be one of those people that gets wiped out in the near future. As we've been saying on the Rich Dad Show for a long time, the next 20 years will not be like the first 20 years. And as I said earlier, in the first 10 years of this century, we've had three major crashes, the dot-com, real estate, and the banking crash. What makes you think the next one's not on the way over to you? So today's program, I'm with my dear friend, Rich debt Advisor, Tom Wheelwright on Taxes. He's the author of Tax-Free Wealth. His website is provisionwealth.com. So this whole program today, we're pumping or promoting our latest book coming out, Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. The reason I suggest you read this book is so that You can ask some questions. You know, what am I not doing that I should be doing? You know, why did Donald Trump pay no tax? How come I'm paying tax? Those are legitimate questions. Why are the rich getting richer and what's happening to the middle class? But most importantly, what can I do? So Tom, really quickly, is Donald Trump doing anything illegally?
1: Uh, to my knowledge, no. In fact, uh, you know, I've I've uh, actually uh, said this on, on on radio, and TV, is that I would actually be shocked if Donald Trump's paying taxes, just because the tax law. He's a real estate guy. He's a real estate guy. He's a real estate and a business guy, and, and 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 the tax law is designed so that people like Donald Trump don't pay taxes. And not only that, he publicly says, "I'm the king of debt." Right. You and see, what, if you
0: pay, you use
1: debt, you don't pay tax. When when you add debt to investment in real estate, investment in businesses, then it just expands your tax benefits uh, exponentially. And that's why when somebody,
0: you're saying to your child or you still have rattling around in your brain, go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, buy a house, get out of debt and invest for the long term of the stock market, you're obsolete, right?
1: Well, you are, and, and, and you're you're stuck with taxes. People come to me and they say, you know, I've got this high-paying job. How can I reduce my taxes? I'm going. Well, you got to do something different because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're always going to pay high taxes. Yeah. There's nothing I can do for you.
0: You're dinosaurs right now.
1: Right. I mean, you're you're done.
0: You're done, and you might be one of those persons that's, you know, now poor, not middle class. So next question: Well, can Trump save blue-collar mm-hmm. jobs? What do
1: you think, Tom? You know, I, I think there's two questions. Can he save blue-collar jobs? Can he save white-collar jobs? Right. Because, because you know, with the with the rise of the robots, you know, as we have the, the technology, we're not just talking about the blue-collar jobs going away with, you know, with robots making cars. We're talking about white-collar jobs like doctors and lawyers and accountants. I mean, I expect my profession to be toast in 20 years.
0: You mean certified public accountants? Exactly. And well, the reason for that may seem kind of hard, but, you know, Tom spent... But twenty years studying to become an accountant, and now a robot can do that in two days, and learn more, and repeat it back faster and cheaper, and not want a paycheck, and not want Bennett right Tom.
1: Oh yeah, it's twenty four seven. I mean, you have got a robot, you can do twenty four seven. You don't have to rely on on employees. You don't have drama. You know, there's all sorts of good things about technology from an employer standpoint, and so I'm I'm all I'm all gung ho about it. Remember that it does eliminate a lot of jobs because they're replaceable.
0: Right. And we've had the uh, author of Rise of Robots. If you haven't read Rise of Robots, please read it. It'll, it's a it'll great let you book. see the future. It's a fantastic book, easy to read. Even for me, was not a techie, the author is Martin Ford. It's called Rise of the Robots. I mean, he, he talks about how Foxconn, who produces Apple's products in China, they've now just bought a million robots to replace 3 million workers who can go. Twenty four seven without benefits, and you sitting there, yeah, my kid's going to go to school. He's going into computer programming. I'm going, you're toast. It's sad, isn't it?
1: Well, it isn't. You know, when we were in Australia, I don't know if you noticed in the McDonald's they have all the kiosks now. So every the, the ordering's done. It's it's all it's all it's touch prepared. Bad. It's all touch bad. No, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Exactly. So that's I mean that's where we're going, and I, I don't think Trump or anybody else can stop that.
0: So anyway, this is why. We have the Rich Dad Radio Show. We thank you for listening to this program. Like I said, it's either the good news and bad news about money. This is a bad news show for those of you who are still not robots but obsolete. You're dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Because the robots can replace you. Or the economy's gonna come apart because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So let's talk about right now pensions because millions of, what, 85 million baby boomers or 60 million baby boomers are retiring. And then there was just a, Big. It's now in the news all over what we've been saying at Rich Dad for years now. The
1: 401k is a ripoff, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, and and you only do it because you get a tax benefit for it. It's not really a tax benefit. And and, and the tax benefit is not a good tax benefit to begin with, but you've just given up all control of your money, really, to the government and And uh, Wall Street. and, and, And Wall Street, right? I mean, it's really a it's really a Wall Street uh, foundation is what it is, is the, is the 401K. And pension plans, you know, the, the challenge is, is that they're dependent on 8% rates of return. And your 1% rates of return, you, you're just toast. I mean, the math doesn't work. No. So,
0: ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe me about the 401K, just Google it. You know, see all the articles. If they're finally coming out now after Rich Dad for 20 years has been saying, it, what the heck are you doing with a 401k? That's why you listen to the Rich Dad radio program. We've had our employees come on. They don't have 401ks, but instead we teach them to be entrepreneurs and investors. To me, that's more logical, right, Tom?
1: Well, it is. I mean, when, when people come to work you know, at, at my company, ProVision, um, we tell them right up front, you know, there's, there's no 401k here. What you're going to get is education. Okay, and, and that's much more valuable. Financial education. Financial education, and, and that's much more valuable than any kind of 401k match that we could give you. Right, so
0: anyway, the other thing about robots and all this, I was kind of cracking up because they say the reason men are gonna be more unemployed now is because men have an ego, and they don't wanna take women's jobs. So they, they're they a truck driver, let's say, and you know some auto, you know, a robot takes over the truck, they're not gonna become a nurse because men are not nurses and all this. So I was reading all these articles why men are the biggest trouble. Middle-aged men are the biggest dinosaurs of all is because they're still haven't got the message yet You know that macho is dead, right?
1: Well, you know, you were talking about your friends that you were with with a master's degree. Well, that's just ego, right? I mean, so letting go of your ego is really one of the things that the rich do that we talk about is that if you're asking a question, that's letting go of your ego. That, right. I think that's a big deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, time is talking about we're at this table about four or five or six people with all had master's degrees and they let everybody know. They were very proud, you know, I went to Columbia, I have a master's. And they just kind of drop it off, well, and by the way, I, I I went to Dartmouth, I have a master's, and you know, but clinical, financial stuff, you know, and, I, and they look at Kim and I, at the same time with the story we told was Kim was there handling, a, talking to Tom long distance, and we're discussing our strategy to reduce our taxes by $460,000. $460,000, none of those guys, I don't, I don't think any of them make that much, and we're we're cutting our taxes by four hundred sixty thousand dollars, but they have master's degrees. That's all ego. So anyway, for those of you with pensions and all that, the the biggest scam of all, I think, is our public pensions in California. Is a thing called CalPERS. CalPERS is the largest public employee pension plan in America. It's going bust, right, Tom? It's, it, it, it's well, it is because money.
1: it's it's dependent on those 8% rates of return and they're only getting 1% and the, and the math math just doesn't work. And that's true with pensions all over the world. I mean, that's, that's what happened with Greece. That's what's happening with Italy. Yeah. Those are the challenges around the world.
0: So for all of you out there who have been listening to this program, it's about the bad news. The reason Rich Dad exists here is to kind of shake you up, to maybe rethink the idea of go to school, get a job, work hard, save money and all this. Another thing that I think that is tragic, I was reading this article in The Economist, they now have online courses. And what what The what the Economist found out was 80, 80% of the people taking these online courses already have college degrees. The summation was people are uneducated, stay uneducated. That's the blue collar. Those are the guys who are toast. The blue collar worker with a high paying, you know, blue collar job, they're the next person in trouble. And we said earlier, if you're buying that old dogma of go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, invest a long term, a 401k, you're getting poorer. So that's why the Rich Dad Radio Program is here. I see it's bad news, but the bad news is if you don't do anything, you're gonna get poorer anyway. If you're doing what everybody else is doing, you'll get poorer. So the opening page of Why the Rich are Getting Richer is from Bernie Sanders, says, Senator Bernie Sanders was running against Hillary Clinton. Wealth and Income Inequality of the greatest moral hazards or crisis facing the world today, and I agree. The poor and middle class are getting poor. See, so many of the middle class have college degrees, and they think they're smart, but what did you learn about money at school? And to make it worse, young people and old people are going back to school, but what, again, what did you learn about money in school, even if you go back? So that's why we have the Rich Dad Radio Show. We thank you for listening to it. So if you want to submit your questions to Ask Robert, submit them to at richdadradio.com. Melissa, what's
2: the first question? Our first question today comes from Dixon in London. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. The question is, how can I replicate your tax strategies in the UK?
0: Thank you for asking that question, it's a perfect question. Because as I said, you know the reason why the rich are getting richer, Tom and I for the last year and a half have been traveling the world and no matter where we go, like we're in Santiago, Chile, we're in Sydney, Australia, San Francisco, Dubai, Amsterdam, and everybody says, you can't do that here. You can't do
1: that here. Did you get sick and tired of people telling you you can't do that here? Oh my heavens, it was like every single time. We're in Kyrgyzstan. I remember our last, one of our last events was in Kyrgyzstan, and the, it's like 10 o'clock at night, and this guy's going, but you can't do that here. And I'm going, really? That's your question? I travel, we we traveled, you know, thousands and thousands of miles to tell us you can't do that here? And what these guys, for those of who have seen the
0: uh, Cash Flow Quadrant, E, S, B, and I, they're S's. They're self-employed people.
1: And can they do that here? No. They can't from an S, right? Right. I mean, the the, the tax law is so geared towards the big business owner and the professional investor in every single country. That, that's what's fun about traveling in all these countries. I get to read the tax law about all these countries, and they're all the same. I mean, they give pretty much the same incentives to the same people.
0: And every place we go is the arrogance of the educated, quite affluent people who are telling us you can't do this here.
1: Right. They're, all the, all, they're, they're the ones who want to run the numbers, right? <laughs> yeah. But they can't do that here. And that's why with the Rich Dad Radio Show, we're
0: not about the E and the S. We're not about employees or self-employment. We're about B's and
1: I's. But you have to make the move. Is that correct, Tom? Right, nobody no, nobody else can do that. And and you have to start with the thought process. And I, I think that's the best part of why the rich get are getting richer. The, the the new book is changing your thought process. Yeah,
0: and then you can start asking questions instead of telling us we can't do that here. Because every place we went, somebody would tell us we can't do it here, and somebody would raise their hand, yeah, but I'm doing it here. Exactly. And that's because, this, remember in Australia, my friend there? <laughs> this guy's one of the richest, richest accountants in, in Melbourne, Australia, a great guy. And this guy's, I said, you can't do that here. And he just stands up. And he says, but the rich are. And the trouble with highly educated academic type people like my poor dad, they think they know everything, like like doctors and accountants and lawyers. They're pretty some of the worst people too, right?
1: It's tough because they're smart. And so I, I you they're know, educated. I think sometimes smart is like being stuck. You get stuck in where yeah. you are.
0: So that's why, yes, can you do it in London? You can do it anywhere you want in the world, but you can't do it from the E and S quadrant. You have to do it from the B and I quadrant. And that's why I get the book, Why the Rich Are Getting Richer, read about it, then ask more intelligent questions rather than stand there and argue with Tom and I. That's my answer. Next question, Melissa.
2: Our next question comes from Joe in Atlanta. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? says, Robert, I've been inspired by several of your books and also Tax-Free Wealth by Rich Dad advisor Tom Wilright.: Smart
0: man, smart man.
2: says, I'm considering starting my own business, but would like to know why 500 is the number of employees that moves you from the S to the B quadrant.
0: That's not my number. It's the Internal Revenue Service's number. Look, l- let me just tell you something, sports fans here. If you're not big, they don't need you. You see, it comes down to if you only have like thirty employees, you're not worth anything to the government. They only want you if you have more than five hundred people because you're, you're you're creating jobs for people. So the small gets stepped on. I will say it again, you're small Highly educated, but financially stupid, you got stepped on, is that correct, Tom?
1: Yeah, in fact, I I think you're gonna see it in uh, the the Trump tax policy this year. You're you're gonna see changes that affect only big business.
0: Yep, and Tom, that's not your rule, it's IRS, Internal Revenue Service rule.
1: Right, right, when when the IRS talks about, Internal Revenue Service of, of the U.S. talks about what's a large employer, they're talking about 500 employees. And the tax laws are different for those people.
0: So that's why your financial education is important, okay? Next question, please.
2: Our next question comes from Elise in Phoenix, Arizona. Favorite book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Question is this, Robert, if universal wages become reality, what impact will this have on risk takers and entrepreneurs?
0: For well, those who are wondering what a universal income is, it's just gonna pay people not to work. It's called the government. And they say it's coming because of the rise of robots. My, my advice to you is that just don't be one of them. Why not get rich? Why worry about what the unemployed are going to do? Right, Tom?
1: Yeah, for sure. I, you know, this is about what's your mindset? You know, what are, yeah. what are you going to do? Are you going to be in control? Are you going to let other people control you? The the challenge always to getting a, a dole or or a welfare payment or something like that is it, it – Tends towards complacency. Right. And and, and when you lo- read why the rich are getting richer, what you find out is the rich are never complacent. Oh. They're always looking at what's the next thing. You know, what am I, What do I have to do next? Because they, they know that the world's changing all the time.
0: Right. So that's why. I mean, if you want to be a universal income person, which Obama was talking about, join them. Have a good time. That's really not what I want to do.
2: Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Leando in Chicago. Favorite book, Unfair Advantage. He says, you have trashed mutual funds and rightfully so. Does it make sense for an entrepreneur with a day job to take advantage of a 401k and or mutual funds as their plan for security while growing their business assets as plan for their wealth?
0: Well, I trashed mutual funds because of a thing called fees. They weren't designed to make you rich. They were designed to make the banking system and the financial planners rich, not you. So if you don't mind making them rich, keep doing what you want to do. The second point is what you do depends on how smart you are. So I don't need a 401k, I don't need an IRA, I don't need a Roth IRA. I could get them, but they don't take much intelligence to get, so I wrote why they're richer, getting richer is to demonstrate what people like myself are doing. Tom and I collaborated on the book, and the reason the rich are getting richer is because we use debt and taxes to get rich. The poor middle class don't have are trying to get out of debt and pay the highest taxes. So if you have a four hundred one k and ira, you're paying higher taxes, and you're using your money. I want to use debt and taxes. Any comments, Tom?
1: Well, yeah, I, I'm I'm challenged by the comment of. To, you know for more security i'm going where's their security in giving up control of your money to wall street and the government because I, I don't see the security there so the security comes from knowing what to do with your money i mean that's the whole point that's why we spent so much time we wrote, wrote wrote this book what three different times why the rich are getting richer that's why we wrote the book is so that you can have the knowledge and knowledge is what gives you the security i i think it's the education that gives you the security i don't think wall street's ever going to give anybody any security
0: yeah. so it might be a good idea for you, but let me caution you one thing. What you have are paper assets. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, a job, savings, are all paper. One of the reasons I talk about gold occasionally is not because gold is not for appreciation. I've said that many, many times. The wealthy do not invest in gold to hope the price is gonna go up or the price of gold goes down. I hold gold because I don't trust paper. Now, if you trust paper and mutual funds and IRAs and savings and bonds and all that, have a good time. Next question, Melissa.
2: Our next question comes from Chad in Seattle. Favorite book, Rich Dad Guide to Investing. It says, Robert, I've been following your advice for years and have done extremely well. I'm now looking at investing in exploratory gas and oil well investing and in a way that seems counterintuitive to your definition of investing. While the tax break is guaranteed, the chance of hitting oil or gas is not. Can you please explain to me in this scenario how this is no different than gambling versus investing?
0: Right, well the definition of gambling is a lack of control. So when somebody says something is risky, they don't have any control. That's when it's risky. But it's like anything else, nothing has changed. You You have to understand the oil business. You know, there's exploratory, there's developmental, there's caps, there's all these things you have to learn. So exploratory oil is very risky, and developmental is less risky. So you have to understand where the risks are. But the tax advantages are different also. So the reason I do tax, I do oil is because I know the driller, he's a friend of mine, his track record is spotty like most drillers are, but that's the game. But Tom knows I invest because whether he hits or not, I need the tax break.
1: Partner. Right, right. So, so what you've done is, you know, when you partner with the government, which is what you're doing on, on the being the I side, right? You're partnering with, oil, with yeah, the government. Yeah. And oil is a perfect example of that. The The, the government's taking basically 40 percent of the risk. So you've given up 40 percent of that risk right right off the bat. So I don't pay tax. Because you're not paying that, that in tax. So the government's taking that risk. You're taking 60 percent of the risk. And then you reduce your risk, like you say, Robert, by having more control, by, you know, Knowing the developer, knowing the project, making sure that they've got the right engineering—it's still a risky exploratory. It's oh. always risky. Developmental is way less risky, but but if you're going to do that and you say, "Okay, I'm going to be risky," you can reduce your risk and you take steps to reduce your risk by getting educated.
0: Yeah, and the reason I lost so much money at the start was I actually trusted somebody to give me advice, right. and this guy was—I hate to say it—habitual liar. I mean, <laughs> he, he was. He, he had to lie about how many eggs he had in the morning he, just because he had to lie. So, you know, as we say at Rich Dad, people are people. So the key to success is you have to find the right people. So when you're going into oil and gas, it's not about the oil and gas or the taxes, is can you find good people? That's the risky part. Next question, Melissa.
2: Our next question comes from Mark in Denver, Colorado. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He says, Robert, you've been talking a lot about robots. If they replace the middle-class workforce, what happens then?
0: That's the frightening $10 million question. Unemployment or low employment is the greatest threat threatening us right now. Any comments or anything?
1: Well, Well, you know, you, you, we had a question earlier about security, and I'm going – Unemployment leads to crime. I mean, that's what it leads to. Well, you know, people on welfare have time on their hands. And and that's the biggest concern I've got. I, it scares the daylights out of me that e- even if they have income, they have time on their hands. And what well, are they going to do with that time?
0: Yeah, 2020, I just did a whole expose on the working poor. And these people, there was one couple, very attractive, probably in their 40s, you know, husband and wife, college educated. They're each working three jobs. Wow. And they're not getting ahead. And they're not bad people, they're good people. So if you understand politics, the politicians, you know, Hillary O'Donnell or whoever it is, their greatest fear is civil unrest. You know, there was a French Revolution, there's American Revolution, and that's why things are so dangerous today. You know, Ray Dalio, who's a person I respect very much, he says this is the most frightening thing we have facing us, is the idea of unemployment. And that if people don't have jobs and have no means of subsistence, they turn into animals. So once again, you know, thank you all for your questions. Please submit your questions to ask Robert at RichdadRadio.com. I want to thank Tom. I want, I want to thank Melissa. And I look forward to. I'll, we'll let you know when Why the Rich Are Getting Rich is released. But it's been a, a labor of love. It's been a great book. I want to thank all the people throughout all the world that helped Tom. Tom and I. Have the book make sense and not write for somebody who didn't understand what we were writing. This
2: podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.